Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1516. When Should I Lift Heavier Weights? By Mark Fisher of markfisherfitness.com. And I'm Dr. Neil. Hey there, welcome back to Optimal Health Daily or welcome for the first time if you're new here. This is the podcast where I act as your very own personal narrator and read to you from some of the most popular health and fitness blogs online and always with a bit of my commentary at the end. And hey, as a quick reminder, if you find this show helpful, and you think someone else that you know might find it helpful too, please share this with them. That's one of the best ways to keep this show going. And in fact, that's true for all of the shows in our OLD podcast family. So I thank you in advance for doing that. And now, let's get right to today's article and start optimizing your life. When Should I Lift Heavier Weights? By Mark Fisher of markfisherfitness.com. Today, I wanted to share some teachings on a common question from ninjas. How do I know when I should lift heavier weights? First, let's unpack why you'd want to go heavier with your weights. Within reason, the heavier loads you lift, the more pronounced your fitness outcomes. You'll do more mechanical work and therefore burn more calories, which can contribute to fat loss. You'll provide a bigger global challenge to the body, which lead to a modest afterburn effect that increases total calories burned as well as provides a training effect for the heart and nervous system. You'll provide sufficient stimuli to gain muscle if you're eating enough food and doing enough total volume of training, of course. And you'll be stronger, generally more useful, and harder to kill in the event of, you know, a zombie apocalypse. When your goal is general health, hotness, and happiness, we don't need to be powerlifters. And once you're an intermediate trainee, We don't want to shoot for a personal record each and every workout. At a certain point, your strength gains will plateau unless you implement specific programming protocols that are beyond the interest of your average human just looking to be fit, like fancy periodization schemes, the use of bands and chains, very low rep sets, and so on. On the other hand, 
if we get comfortable lifting the same weights all the time, we can inadvertently lull ourselves into fitness complacency. So what if you're a non-performance-focused human, merely using fitness to live your best life? Well, there's a time and a place for seeing what gas you've got in the tank and pushing up your weights. So let's now address this question. How do you know when the weight is too heavy? When you're using a well-designed program, you'll usually have a specific number of reps to hit in a given set when weight training. In classes here at Mark Fisher Fitness, we often use time-based intervals. This is the same idea, but the goal is to be able to keep repping until the time for that set ends. How do we know when we should stop a set and not shoot for any more reps? Well, at Mark Fisher Fitness, we look for three things that suggest a set should end. While it's helpful to have an outside eye to keep you honest, you can also look out for any of the following three signs. One, the weight slows down in a dramatic fashion. Two, the range of motion shortens and you're no longer doing complete repetitions. Or three, you're unable to maintain solid technique. Now, this last one about technique is the most subjective as there's room for debate as to how much variance you can allow with technique. On the other hand, If your technique is letter perfect on the very last rep, you are almost certainly lifting too light for a true working set. On the other hand, allow too much slop in your movement and you can ingrain subpar movement patterns that can lead to injury over time. Furthermore, we don't want to push every single working set to failure. Again, this is all a bit subjective. This is why having a coach is so helpful. And with that, we return to our original question. How do I know when I should go heavier with my weights? Provided you're not seeing any of the previously mentioned signs that your set should stop, the best way to know is to periodically rep out. Let's say a set is prescribed for 10 repetitions. Your chosen weight feels kind of hard, but you suspect you may have more gas in the tank. This would be a great time to take a single set and see how many reps you can do before reaching failure and can no longer complete another repetition. Let's say you were truly only able to do 11 or 12 reps before reaching failure. Well, then maybe the weight you're using is okay. But let's say you were able to do 27 repetitions before reaching failure. Well, now it's definitely time to grab a heavier weight. Reminder, training to failure can serve its place in your training but it will always have a cost on the body. We usually like ninjas to leave a rep or two in the tank most of the time for most fitness goals. So while you can and should periodically rep out to make sure you're not lifting too light, don't get in the habit of doing this on every single set forever and ever, amen. A final point. There's a massive psychological element to the weights people choose. In my experience working with everyday humans, meaning non-performance-focused athlete types, 20% of people tend to go too heavy, get too attached to numbers, and push past the point of acceptable technical degradation. Another 20% of people tend to choose the appropriate weight to create a solid training effect. And about 60% of people tend to go too light, either because they're not used to the discomfort of lifting with intensity, or they don't want to or don't feel mentally safe to push as hard as they're capable. And at the risk of making this all even more complicated, it's important to appreciate that 
too heavy or too light can be assessed best in light of progress towards the goal in question. A choice of weight could be too light to make you a successful powerlifter, but totally appropriate to build bone density and enough strength to live your personal best life. Admittedly, the observation of 20%, 20%, and 60% of gym goers is not a scientific breakdown, just my anecdotal experience. However, the key point is that some people do actually lift too heavy, and the majority probably lift too light. Happily, now you've got a framework for thinking about this and applying it to your training. Huzzah! You just listened to the post titled, When Should I Lift Heavier Weights? by Mark Fisher of markfisherfitness.com. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. Today's author, Mark, said something that's so true and something I personally experienced. Mark said, quote, at a certain point, your strength gains will plateau, end quote. This happened to me when I first started getting into weightlifting. My buddy and I were all about building strength. We were all about bench pressing as the way to build strength. We completely ignored working our legs, by the way. And just as Mark predicted, we plateaued. Meaning, there was a point where we simply could not bench press any more weight. Had I known back then what I know now, I could have surpassed that weight really quickly. How? Well, just as Mark said, you have to mix things up a bit. My buddy and I never did that. We just kept doing the same thing over and over, hoping that somehow, some way, we would miraculously break through our plateaus. And when we look at published studies, we find that mixing up the routine makes all the difference. It can be something as simple as incorporating one of my favorites, weightlifting ladders. That means instead of doing something like three sets of bench presses with six repetitions for each set, instead, on your first set, you use a weight that you can lift 10 times without reaching failure. Then, you rest for 10 seconds and lift that weight nine times. Then, rest for another 10 seconds and then lift the weight eight times. Continue this pattern until you get down to one repetition, meaning you lift the weight just one time. This is training for volume and works your muscles in a different way. It forces them to adapt to something new. Believe it or not, this can help add strength. But as Mark said, 
Don't get complacent and only do ladders for the rest of your life. Switch up the routine again at some point down the road, like lifting heavy again. If you mix things up, I have a feeling you'll find you're much stronger than you were before. All right, that'll do it for today. I hope you have a great rest of your Tuesday. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for sharing this show with someone. And I'll be back here tomorrow as usual. So I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits.